It's your girl Kim. And your girl CJ. And we are excited because we are back for another episode of Too Dope to Be Broke. Oh my gosh. And today we have another amazing guest, someone who is dear to my heart. We have the Kristen Harris. Kristen! Hey! In the flesh. So before I let her give like her formal introduction of who she is, I just wanted to give a quick glimpse of how I came to know Kristen. Um, We actually just got an opportunity to be on Kristen's podcast, God Put Me On Game. Mm -hmm. It was so, so good that we were literally like, we have to have her on our podcast. Yes, yes. (laughs) So um, me and Kristen met, dang, we just said this, was it 2015 or 2016? 16. It was 2016, and we had the opportunity to do like a a co-author of a book, so we all collaborated on a book that was actually launched in Atlanta. So it was like a bunch of us um, women from all over the country. We all flew to like the central location in Atlanta and launched this book. It was really, really cool. But mm-hmm. when me and Kristen met, we were just like, we are supposed <laughs> to connect. <laughs> we were so like, oh my gosh, it was just one of those moments where you knew like this was supposed to be like a lifelong journey with someone and we didn't know what we were supposed to do or what we were going to work on together if anything but we knew that we had to stay connected and so over the years we've stayed connected via social media and emails and text messages and it's just been a really really great um experience like getting to know you more Kristen and so I'm excited let the world know who you are let our audience and our listeners know who you are um so tell us a little bit about yourself Sure. Well, first of all, thank you guys so much for having me. You already know, I think you are two dope women. <laughs> See what I did there? I think you guys are so dope. So I'm ex- super excited to be here. Um, I am Kristen R. Harris, and I do a lot of things. I wear many, many hats. Um, and sometimes I don't even like saying that because, you know, people think you are, what is it? What do we talk about? A jack of all trades and a yeah. master <laughs> of none. But I've mastered my trades. Okay. Oh, so. <laughs> I've mastered my trade. So um, I call myself, well, God has given me the title. I'm a spiritual midwife. So I help other women to burn out purpose. A lot of times they don't recognize that they, they're even carrying anything. And if they do, they don't know how to push it out. So I equip them with the tools and the skills to push past whatever's holding them back to birth out everything that God has put inside of them. And so that could be businesses, that could be books, that could be ministries, nonprofits. I've done a gamut of things with women. Um, I have a program called the birthing plan where we literally travel through the figurative stages of natural birth and look at how that that applies to what we're trying to birth out spiritually. I also am the founder of the scribe tribe. I've authored six books myself, just finished my seventh. (laughs) So I've taken everything I've learned and I've packaged it up to help other aspiring authors and I've helped hundreds of authors all over the country. Um, I love to say that I can help anyone write a book and publish it. I have authors as young as second grade and I even have authors who are incarcerated who have written and published their books so there is no excuse. Um, In addition to all of that I'm also like you said the host of the God Put Me Up On Game podcast. Um, I am a wife uh, it'll be 15 years in July. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Praise God for that, girl. Yes, that's a blessing, right? Praise God for that. Listen, I get it. 
that is a blessing. And then um, I am the mother to, I call them my three-piece spicy. I have three girls. And so they're a different type of spice, all three of them. And that's who I am, like in the nutshell, the real, uh, the Chris Notes version of it. That's who I am. I love oh, it. I love awesome. it. That's so good. Um, I knew that you wore like mini hats, but it's always, it's always so like, dang, when you hear the person really explain <laughs> like how many hats they wear and how much of a blessing you really, really are to so many, so many people. Um, that really brings us to this topic that we wanted to talk to you about today. So basically this uh, podcast series that we're hosting, as you know, is like quarantine and so like we're talking to world changers, people who are used to like going, like moving, shaking, shaking the world up. And it's really what with this whole quarantine, we're trying to figure out how has this really affected um, us. So today, like we're going to talk about a bunch of stuff with you, but we really want to talk about like faith and your creativity and all that good stuff. So we're going to go ahead and jump into some questions, but I, I know that this conversation is just going to be good <laughs> and we just going to talk y'all. So be, be ready, take your notes out, but be ready to just have some really good conversation. Exactly. So of course I'm hearing you talk about just, um, you know, with the whole like birthing process. Mm -hmm. And so as you know, right now, like we're all in shutdown mode, we're quarantined in this moment. So I'm kind of wondering like, how are you still birthing out the different projects mm. that you know you're supposed to be doing or even encouraging other people to continue to birth out while they're in the midst of kind of like this lockdown yeah that's a good question you know so let me just dispel this like I do not agree with all of these memes we're seeing out like if you don't come out with a new skill or if you yeah. don't do this then you lack discipline and come okay on, listen, we are living in a real life traumatic situation okay. people are gonna leave from this with PTSD okay let's just be honest about this so I'm not going to apply any unnecessary pressure to myself or anyone else, okay? Because the fact that I'm going to sleep and I'm waking up every day still sane because our lives have completely been turned upside down. This wow. is unprecedented. No one has ever seen this before. So I would encourage anyone listening, first of all, take that unnecessary pressure off yourself. Don't let Come the internet on. and social Woo. media pressure you into great. feeling like you gotta be doing something exactly. i'm living okay i just i just share with you guys i went on a grocery store run and i was like i felt like i was suited up for armageddon or something <laughs> like this is traumatic okay so <laughs> the fact that i'm getting up and living and i still have to take care of i have three children as i said i have my husband all of these things come with their own individual responsibilities if you're doing that you're doing enough, okay? So I just wanna put that disclaimer out first, okay? But I think that what I found the balance in is really just seeking God and what he desires for me in this season. Because for some people, this is a season of rest and mm -hmm. I need you to rest because I am one of those people, as you said, moving and shaking all the time. I always got my hands in something. I'll, I'm always doing this. What I've realized that this season for me is a birthing of a new level of prayer. Um, I told my friend the other day, I haven't prayed so much ever in my life. And I think that this is God's design, even in the midst of all of this. I've never prayed this much in my life. And I'm a praying woman. But I find myself, I was out on my walk. Me and my daughter, we went for a walk. And I'm walking down the street. And before I knew it, I was praying for every single house 
as I walked by it and praying for the people in the house. And I'm like, who have I become? Who is this person? <laughs> so I think, you know, you got to figure out, it, it may not look like I'm not necessarily birthing a book right now. I'm not necessarily birthing a new business venture, but I'm birthing something. And what that is for me in this season is a new level of prayer, a greater intimacy with God. What it may look like for you is, just birthing, learning how to take care of yourself, learning how to see what matters the most to you, learning how to see what's on your plate on a normal day that's way too much. Like, where am I devoting too much attention Helpless. to? So birthing looks different for everybody. And like I said before, you can't allow everyone else and everything that you're reading to force you into feeling some type of way. And that's why I've been very, very cautious about what I put in front of my eyes, what I'm yeah, listening to, yeah. because it's easy to become so inundated with everything that's going on in the outside world. And before you know it, you're like, huh, my life sucks. No, <laughs> your life is great. You're still alive. You're still here. You're still making it. And hey, I mean, you're doing the best that you can. So I think for me, like I said, I think it really has been a birth to a greater um, spiritual level. Just learning to hear God differently is really interesting. Um, God shared some stuff with me, and He was like, "You're gonna go on live, and you're gonna share these these prayer points with these people." And I was like, "Who? <laughs> <laughs> Come again? You want me to do that? You don't have enough pastors and pastors' wives or pastors' friends or somebody to do this job? Why do you want me to do it?" And I think that's even when I look around, I'm seeing that I'm seeing God begin to raise up these people to yeah. use them and, and become his mouthpiece. And I was like, Oh, I didn't know I really signed up for that, but you know, I'm, I'm learning to be obedient. So, okay. So I think for me, that's one of the things. And I, to answer your question, CJ, um, you asked, how am I staying in that place? It's really just because of what I'm doing. I'm just saying yes to God. Like I don't necessarily want to do everything that I'm being pushed to do in this season, but I'm just saying yes to God. And I see that there is a need and the people, God's people are really crying out for that in this season. My gosh. That is so good. That's so good. I feel like you set so many people free and you touched on so many different aspects, um, especially when it comes to to God. And I want to jump right into like your faith walk during this process, Mm -hmm. because we we talked about it before we we jumped on it and you just mentioned it um and we we sort of joked about like being prepared like covering our our mouths and it looks like we're going out for this like apocalypse type of situation but the reality is is that many people feel like that's exactly what it is like when i go out to the store and now they're making us wear face masks so you know i'm putting my mask on and i even felt like my god i remember telling cj i was like what the heck is happening? Yeah. Like I'm suiting up in the car and I I had to catch myself because I was like, my God, people are afraid. Yes. And even though I'm not afraid, even though, you know, as God's people and God's children, we, we say we not, we don't have a spirit of fear. People are afraid, yeah. like terrified. And you can see it in their eyes. You can see it in the way they act in the stores. Yes. How, what what would you what would you say to people even god's children because some of us are scared like the reality is is that some of us when i look at my babies there are some days where i'm just like god this is serious like yeah you know know, 
So what would you say to people about like they're keeping their faith or like being in fear? Like, what are your thoughts about that? So one, I would say, um, I, I just did a whole podcast on fear, as a matter of fact, and I thought I was done talking about COVID-19 nope. on my podcast. God was like, no, because the people still, they, they need this. Like, I'm like, I'm just tired of talking about it. I want it to go away. But <laughs> um, one of the things that I said is that you got to understand that fear is a very natural emotion. It's a very natural reaction. And there are a lot of things to be afraid of right now. I mean, like I said, this is something none of us who are alive right now, we've never seen this before. Um, just like you said, one day I went out and I, I was very honest. I went out um, last week, I had to go to the grocery store. And I think it was the first time that a, a sense of fear came over me. Um, but I had to catch it. And yeah. I and I was fearful because I sat in my car and I looked at what I saw all around me. Like I just saw everyone walking around with these masks on and I'm just in these gloves. And I'm like, this is our life. Is is this what we've become? And it was like I was sitting in my car almost frozen for a moment because that's what fear will do to you. It will make you freeze, it will stifle you. And I sat there, but I had to check it immediately. And that's what I talked about is that how, you know, there's one thing to be afraid. And even God acknowledges our fear. Um, and we go to the book of, I believe it's Judges. Look, I tell you, I know it's in there. I don't know the address. So you got to look it up yourself. But um, we talk about Gideon. And when he gives Gideon this task to go down to slay this huge army of Midianites and how he's going to overtake their camp, one thing that God said to Gideon, he said, if you are afraid, this is what you do. You go down to the enemy's camp. You're going to overhear a conversation. And that conversation is going to give you the courage. And it's going to, you know, give you what you need to go and complete this, this assignment. And so I say, you know, God recognizes that we have fear. It's a very natural reaction. But what happens with the spirit of fear is that you allow yourself to get stuck there and then that's that fear begins to fester and it comes and it goes and finds seven more of its friends and it comes and it begins to become a spirit over your life that is literally crippling you that has you debilitated and so i think that you know you have to in this season it's okay acknowledge your fear but then give it to god so that he can give you a plan because i sat in my car and i said okay god i can't live like this like i'm i can't be afraid to go into the store my family has to eat right we need food right. so i have to get what i need and, you know, I allow God to minister to me in that moment. And so just like Gideon, whatever God needs, he knows exactly what you need to make it through this situation. He knows that this is a fearful situation. He knows that, you know, people are dying. People are, you know, sick and, and fighting for their lives. You know, people are losing their jobs. It's so much going on. He knows the, the impact it's having on you as his child, but you got to be able to be honest with yourself so that you can be honest with God. God, I'm afraid. And I know for people of faith because we've been taught so long that it's faith over fear and it is faith over fear. But let's be honest here. Fear is very real. Right, and if right. we don't deal with it, it's going to be a spirit of fear overtaking your faith. If you don't and um, be honest with yourself and acknowledge and then give it to God so that he can give you the plan, just like he gave Gideon, go down there and listen. And um, as I talked about in the story, what happens is Gideon goes down to the enemy's camp. He hears, 
he overhears uh, two of the, the enemies and they're like, yeah, uh, this is the dream I had. And one of his, one of the guys said, well, that dream means that Gideon is about to overtake the Midianites. Gideon had to go hear from the enemy. And so I think even with this COVID-19, the enemy already knows it's coming to an end. It's yeah. coming to an end. It's, it's, his time, his theme is running out. But we, we need to know that. We need right. to understand. And the thing about it is God has probably already told it to us, but our fear is not allowing us to hear it because we're so focused on what we see. We're focused on what we see. So it's really about just acknowledging that you are afraid that it's okay. You are a person of faith. You're a man of faith. You're a woman of faith, but fear is natural. But let me, let me acknowledge this thing and let me give it to God so he can help me work through it. My God, wow. that's so good. Cause I mean, when you said the honesty moment, cause when I, I went to Walmart last week to grab my girls, um, like some Easter baskets and stuff like that, because of course they're not going to be able to do like their little mm -hmm. Easter egg hunt at church and all that stuff. So I wanted to do something small for them. Right. So I go to Walmart and the intercoms was going off, like, make sure your face mask is off. Please park in this area. You can only enter it from this way. Like, it was, I was like, what is Like happening? a movie. Like, I felt like I was in a movie, and I almost started writing about it. But for one, for a second, I was like, do I need these Easter baskets this bad? Because these people going crazy. But, but it was exactly what you said, like, having to acknowledge, like, yo, this is a little scary. I am a little afraid and it doesn't mean that I have the spirit of fear, but this stuff is crazy. So when I finally got the courage to like go into Walmart, then I'm seeing everybody look scared. I was like, when I tell you I went to stand in the middle of Walmart and be like, I bind the spirit of fear in the name of Jesus. Cause people looked terrified, but I had to realize like people are afraid. And unfortunately a lot of people don't have, um, the connection to God that we have to be able mm -hmm. to know like everything is going to be okay. Yeah. And this, this too shall pass. We keep saying mm -hmm. like this too shall pass. Um, so, so they're terrified. They're looking at the news and social media all the time and they yeah. can only see with their natural eyes. Yeah. Um, so that kind of brings me into, you were going to say something. So yeah, I was going to say something yeah. just about even that spirit of fear. And I think that's why it's so important for the people of God to stand up. Like you said, I know you were joking, but you wanted to be like, Hey, spirit of fear, I bind you because what's happening. And, um, we're not going to get too deep into spiritual warfare, but what happens is that spirit of fear opens the door to so many other demonic forces. So that's why I truly believe that this COVID-19 has the force that it has because the spirit of fear yeah. is gripping the land right now and it's opening the door for it to have its way. And when the people of God begin to fall under the thing, like we're, we're supposed to stand up, you know, and, and live above that. Like I said, it's okay to be afraid, but we can't get stuck there because the spirit of fear is literally driving this thing. As long as people are living in a place of fear, I can remember, and um, this is, uh, look, I don't know how deep I can get on this podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> I remember, um, I don't know if, if you guys have ever experienced this, but I have, this was years ago, I was asleep, and um, I was like, literally, I felt an attack in my sleep, mm -hmm. and it, 
I've heard I've heard people since then because at first I didn't want to tell anybody. I was like, they're gonna think I'm crazy, but um, I began to share this, and other people have experienced this as well. And it almost felt like something was sitting on my chest. Mm-hmm. And I remember waking up like I couldn't move my arms, I couldn't move my mouth, and I'm like, what? I couldn't do anything, and I couldn't even like reach over to my husband to tell him like help me you know and so I was like I began to freak out and I was so afraid and um I remember just that small still voice of God saying calm down like the more you're afraid the more the enemy is able to attack you you gotta like just be, be still I got you and like he began to tell me what to do like plead the blood you know do this cry out to the spirit allow your spirit to speak for you, you can't open your mouth so that's why you got to have some God in you so that your spirit can speak on your behalf and so it, it brought me back to this like I thought about that like when he said you know the more you give into that fear the more you allow the enemy to have his way and to do his work Wow. And Ooh, I got I mean, you. You are speaking some yes. deep truth. And so I'm very curious as to know, like, can you, are you able to give some tips on even how to combat fear? Because yeah. As we were talking about, it's not only just the people who may not have a strong relationship with God, but just even Ooh. Christians, like there's those moments like where we're struggling, we're asking God for answers, but yeah. we're not necessarily hearing anything right away. So like, what is keeping your faith, like just moving forward, but like also again, like just some tips on people who find their faith kind of lacking in this moment so um well one you know all of our answers we go back to that word so what what is the word say god has not given us a spirit of fear but he has given us love power and a sound mind in this season you're going to have to tap into that love Mm -hmm. that power and that sound mind those are the three things that are there to combat fear honestly we look at the scripture that's what it's telling us those three things are there to combat our fear and i think um the, one of the, of course, love is the most powerful, right? But um, I think what happens is before we even get to the love piece, the enemy is trying to play on your mind. Yeah. So if he can get your mind, it, none of that other stuff matters. Right. And so I think that in this season, it is so important to protect your peace, to protect, to to protect your sameness, mm-hmm. and that's why, again, I'm very adamant about watching what I consume. You don't have to consume everything. Um, There are some days where I know I'm in a place where I can look at a story where someone has passed away. There are some days I can't look at that. And that's okay. Like you got to be honest with yourself. Are you in a place today where you can digest this? Because if you can't digest this and you you take that in, the enemy's going to use that against you. And he's going to play on your emotions. Next thing you know, you crying and you sad and you thinking your people going to die. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. You know, I've already declared Psalms 91 over my home, all the homes attached to me like none of that is coming nigh to us and but if you're not careful your sound mind goes out the door and so now you can't even combat that that fear so I would really I think one of the greatest things is just watching what you consume like you said social media um there are plenty of days I delete apps off my phone like I don't need Facebook I don't need Instagram I don't need this I don't need that I don't care what's happening in the world right now because right now the world is in my four walls of my home okay at this point in time everybody's world is in their home yeah unless you are the essential workers and you got to go outside but other than that your world is in your home right now so i take a moment to disconnect and i would really encourage um everyone else to disconnect one of the things that i have found is really essential it's usually key of course in, in my everyday life but really more so now i 
have to spend that time with God. I have to disconnect. I have to get away because some days I'm not intentional about it, you know, in the first part of my day. And I noticed by the end, Mm -hmm. especially during this whole crisis, Mm -hmm. I'm like running on fumes and I'm like, what's wrong with me? And I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm all snappy and edgy. And sometimes I'm sad and I'm just like, what's happening. Mm -hmm. And I remember that I have not going back to my source, especially now I told you I'm praying more than I've ever prayed. I'm praying for other people. That's draining. That's taking a lot out of me. Mm-hmm. So I got to be sure that I'm going to fill up. And so to help you stay the course, you got to make sure that you're getting your feel. And I know I'm preaching to the choir, but you got to make sure that that you're going to fill up and you're going to plug into your source. Mm-hmm. And Really, I found that in those quiet moments with God is when he's beginning to give me um, plans and, and assignments and giving me strategy on how I can move past this and even beyond this, because what's happening is we stuck right here. God is already to something else. Okay. Y'all deal with that. That's nice. I've already did what I'm going to do. And, and you haven't seen it manifest yet, but he's on to something else. I want to be with God. I want to be on his timeline. So I'm like, okay, God, what's happening after this? Because this is going to end. So what does it look like for my business? What does it look like for my children? What does it look like for whatever I have my hands to show me, you know, a glimpse and and begin to prepare me for that. So I'm not trying to play catch up when I get done with this. And I think that that is another thing, you know, that the enemy wants to do with a lot of God's people is get us so wrapped up in this that we miss what else is happening. Like this isn't the only thing happening in the world right now. It looks like it's the only thing happening, but it's not the only thing happening. And and it's definitely like the only thing happening in the spirit. So Mm -hmm. we have to make sure that we're in tune with what God is desiring for us even beyond this. I don't even know if I answered your question, girl. Girl, yes, (laughs) you did. And I think like you touched on like really two great things, which was protecting your peace. Because I feel like right now we have given our peace over to Mm, fear and we don't know how to necessarily like nurture it and just take that time to really press into that peace portion. So I thank you for saying that. But also another thing that you touched on was looking beyond the situation. I feel like you said like right now we're so wrapped up. So we think that this is just the end all be all but there's so much happening like like you even mentioned like you're still in your right mind you still have your family you're still around a certain Mm -hmm. like a certain type of community it may look different but you can hop on a zoom call and still reach out and touch your people you know what i'm saying so and i just love the fact that you said like go beyond this start planning for the future and i Mm -hmm. and i mean i hope this really gives people hope to really dream again and live again because i just feel like people are just stuck in this moment mm-hmm. in this box and it's like no you have to break yeah. it out like you said there's like stuff that's like happening still beyond this but it's like their minds like their minds are really just stuck, stuck. in this moment it's like come on y'all y'all gotta yeah. break out oh that's something so you said about the um the, the community that's really a great important piece too because what will happen especially if you're alone and even if you're not alone, because sometimes we can be in a house full of people and still feel like we're alone because yeah, I, I have to yeah. tell my, my teenage daughter that because she was really going through, mm-hmm. um, you know, she's, you know, and when you're a teenager, your friends are everything. Everything yeah. is everything. <laughs> and so she's like, why do I have to do this? I'm like, listen, we're all here together. Number one, we had to change our mindset. We're not 
stuck in the house, we're safe in the house. Okay. Right. So yeah. let's, let's just even change the way we're approaching yeah. it. But I told her, I said, you got to come out of your room because what's happening is the more you isolate you go in your room, you close the door. Now you're giving the enemy opportunity to, to try to get into that sound mind. And so those of you who are not connecting in this season, it is more important than ever to make sure you're staying connected with some people who can keep you in great spirits, who can encourage you, who, I mean, they don't even have to say anything, but it's just the fact you see their face and you know that you're not in this alone. We're all in this together. That's so important in this season. Yeah, that's so good. I didn't even think about that. Like we, we all talk about connecting and how we're trying to find different ways to connect, but that's, that's mm-hmm. real. Like just reaching out and saying, Hey, can I FaceTime you real quick? Right. Like it mm-hmm. makes a big difference. Like I know I feel much better when I'm able to see and talk to CJ because I know that creatively we're going through pretty much the same yeah. thing. We're going through pretty much the same thing spiritually, even though she on a whole nother deeper level with Jesus. <laughs> But I know, like, we, like, she's somebody that I can be like, whew, not everything is changing, <laughs> you know? Like, this is, this there's is, still some yeah, there's still some life, things yeah. that are, are, are the same and growing and getting even deeper. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned something, and I want to go back to it, okay. because, my God, you were talking, we were talking about, like, still being able to see the future and, like, past this um what would you say to those because when I when when you said that it made me think about the prophetic words that some of us have received Mm. from other people from other vessels that God has used as well as prophetic words that God has spoken over over us personally whether it's been in a vision or people will say like deja vu moments or whatever it was that you've experienced but you've seen yourself in the future you've seen those moments but this COVID and this quarantine has made us sort of like forget that those words were spoken over us like I remember um, a couple weeks ago I was telling CJ like I don't feel creative like I don't know what's happening it's just a lot going on and she was like girl first of all it's okay for you to feel and Mm -hmm this is what we're going to do. And she was able to get me out of that. But I had to really remember the words that were spoken over my life. I was like, Kim, you got a prophetic word that said you was going to have something by 35. You 30. So that means that you still got some years to be kicking. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, this isn't it. But I had to remember that in order to kind of like readjust my faith and what I was believing for that moment. So what would, how would you speak into that for people who have either received words or have not, or don't feel like they've received words, but the promises that God has made in his word over us? Man, that's, that's good. That's a good question. Let me tell you something. Ooh, and you have to, I, I know it's a struggle. It's definitely a struggle because most of the time when we're sitting right in the midst, right smack in the middle of a storm, it's hard to see the rainbow because I mean, it's thundering. It's and right now it's like a monsoon, a tornado, a hurricane. We got all the elements going on right now. Okay. (laughs) Everything is happening right now. But like you said, even if you have not received a word, you know, out of someone else's mouth prophetically, God spoke to you and his word said his promises are yes and amen, period. Okay. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what is happening. Like you got to have a flashback in those moments where you begin to get weary and you feel like things are not coming and they're not going to happen. You got to remember what God said. You got to stand on that word. And look, I'm good for going back. You know, he, my mother always told me I talk back as a teenager. God probably is really like this girl got a smart mouth. Cause I'm like, no, you say it. 
you know, you you can't really say it to your parents. You told me. I don't care what I told you, what I'm gonna tell you right now. But see, with God, he said, put me in remembrance of my word. So I'm like, look, you said that this was going to happen. Kim, like, look, you said that this was gonna happen by the time I was 25. You said that I was going to be in a place where I was able to influence your people on a global level. You said that. And if I ain't got that yet, then it, it's not over. It's not the <laughs> end. And so you got to stand on that word and bring and put him in remembrance. And the thing about putting him in remembrance of his word is that it encourages you. So when I say that and, and you, he's given me permission to do that. So when I take that back to him, I'm like, God, you said this. Then I walk away like, well, my God said it. So it's going to happen. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I know that it's coming. And the other thing I think is that you have to um, really just hold on to those words. And that's why I'm really big on writing down the yes. things that are spoken over my life or when God reveals some things to me, because it is, it's easy to forget. And that's what the enemy wants you to do is he wants you to forget the things that are, that are planted in you. So I usually write my stuff down. So in these moments, I'm able to go back and thumb through those journals. I'm like, oh, okay, because on February 17th, mm -hmm. this is what you said. And so I believe that it's happening. I believe that it's coming to pass. And I do believe for the people of God, and I think we talked about this when you guys were on the podcast, but I do believe for the people of God that this is a season where we're going to begin to see the shift. And so the promises that God made to you, he is leveling stuff because there is about to be an erection of things done for his glory. And he's going to use his people to do the building. Yeah. God gave me that word a couple of weeks ago. He said, build. And I began to go and look up this word build mm -hmm. and the, 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 um, the synonyms for this word. And I was blown away like engineer that stuck out because I'm an engineer by, by mm -hmm. education. I was like, man, God, you're about to use us to engineer some stuff and engineering and erect and put some things in place, establish some things, establish some things. Like he said that his people can decree a thing and it shall be established. We're about to establish some things. And so I think that if we get caught up in this right here, we will miss the move of God because he is about to use his people to establish and erect and build. And we just got to be in position. So I think that, um, those promises that, that God made to you, many of you are going to start seeing those things begin to unfold on the other side of this COVID-19. My God of heaven. Jesus. Jesus. I'm about Jesus to pass the, offer, the offering <laughs> basket. I want to be like, prophesy, right. ma'am. Yeah, and that's, it's so important to stay in place. I, I, I think that even, it, of course, this has so many different um reasons and, and and motives behind it but i think one of the one of the things that is behind this is to get us like to give up and throw in the towel but this sure. is not the time to get weary and well doing for in due season you shall reap if you faint not don't you dare faint in the middle of this like this is nothing and i and i don't mean to diminish it because it definitely um is serious and and it is affecting so many people but 
this is nothing to God. Like I said, he's already worked this thing out and he's on to the next. He's like, look, I'm already preparing a place for you. I already got this job for you. I already got this position over here for you. I've already given you a certain sphere of influence over here. I've already fixed your bank account over here. Those millions I promised you, they're over here. I got this, this child for you that you've been praying for over here. Don't you dare get stuck in this mess right here. I got to get you to, to, to the good stuff. And, um, last year, as we were coming into 2020, you know, God, usually I pray, I'm like, okay, God, give me revelation. What does this look like? And he began to share with me, um, just this vision of this Eagle. And, um, I, I began to do all this research on these Eagles. And the thing about Eagles is that they can see so far ahead. Mm-hmm. They, actually, eagles have two set of eyes. I didn't know that, but they can see so far ahead. They have two sets of eyes. And God said, that's what I want. He said, you know, everyone's coming into 2020 thinking 2020, because we say that uh, that phrase 2020 is, is um, what is it? 2020 vision. Yeah. Yeah. vision. Hindsight. Hindsight is 2020. That's what it is. Hindsight is 2020. God said, no. People of God, foresight is 2020. Seeing what's coming ahead is 2020. That's 2020. So don't you dare get stuck on, oh, seeing after it happened, oh, now we we got a picture perfect. No, I'm giving my people vision for what's to come. So 2020 vision is foresight. So we're standing on that as eagles. We can see way ahead of what's coming. Mm -hmm. And I just believe that what's coming pales in comparison to what has been. But we just got to stay the course. I, I mean, if I was right in front of you physically, I would do something nasty. I mean, <laughs> you just lost the whole shoot. Just, <laughs> I mean, just the oh nuggets, the hope, the encouragement. Like, you guys, I really yeah. hope that you are taking notes. I really hope that you are digesting yes. everything that Kristen is saying because she is so on point. And as you were speaking, like I just kept hearing God say like words, like even like as Kim had touched on, it's very important that you guys be mindful of the things that you are speaking. Yes. But you also have Come to be on, mindful CJ. again about speaking out your prophetic words. It's like you said, like I believe too, like I'm a writer, so I gotta write like my words down, but yeah. also professing them out of your mouth is very key yeah. because when we go back to Genesis the Lord spoke things into hmm. existence and it happened so you got to do it you got to do the same thing yes. as you yes. are believing for different things to come to pass you have to speak it out but also just be mindful like you said we have to tell your daughter don't look at it as it being yeah. stuck but you're safe and mm-hmm. so again when you're in your house change your perspective but also speak it out speak out those positive mm-hmm. words so mm-hmm. I uh, yes. Our words carry weight. Our words words are weighty. They're weighty. God told, what was it, Samuel, not one word you speak is going to hit the ground. I declare that for myself. That's why I have to make sure that when I say something, it's what I mean. And I want to see it happen because my words carry weight. And God said, they're not going to hit the ground. So when you say something, woman of God, man of God, prophet of God, it's going to happen. So you got to be careful. You got to be careful. I'm careful. I, I tell my kids, I don't even, they're like, oh, I'm dead. No, you're not. Stop saying that. The <laughs> <laughs> words carry weight. And I know they're just playing, but I'm trying to train yeah. you up now because yeah. I don't need you to be a grown woman trying to break old habits. I need you to know now that your words are weighty. Yes. <laughs> I'm about to weep in the <laughs> I'm like, I have to change because my kid, I'm laughing but because my kids, they're on TikTok and stuff. 
and they made a song. Um, somebody made a song talking about coronavirus is coming. Where's oh, your face? Yes. And and my little one, my four year old, was singing it, and mm. I was like, London, we're not gonna sing that. We're gonna switch it. Like coronavirus is gone. Jesus has healed us. Like yes. and so now she's singing like a different yes. song. But I yes. had to explain to them like, why, like I know you guys are having fun. I know you don't mean no harm. But like we not singing coronavirus is coming up in here because mm-hmm. I've already declared that coronavirus is not only hitting not hitting my house, but it ain't hitting the entire apartment complex I live in. Exactly. Yes. yes. So like mm-hmm. it is what it is. We right. not we not doing that. <laughs> oh, that's right, girl. I'm the same way. And like I said, I know they don't mean anything by it, but it's like, look. But we gotta <laughs> teach you them. You understand? Yeah. Right. You gotta train them up. You gotta train them up. We have to teach them. Oh my God, Kristen, this was so good. I knew we knew it was going to be amazing just based off of us being able to have the honor of being on your podcast, which is why we were like, we have to have her on ours. I thank you so much for like taking the time out to meet with us and like just share so much. Like we could, we could go on and on, like literally all day listening to you. Um, But for the sake of- You know, I could talk to you guys forever. (laughs) You two, I'm telling you together, separately- you guys are forced together. You all are, uh, a, it, it is so much power. It is so much together with the two of you. And I'm just excited to be privy to watch it unfold. Like, I think that God is about to do some amazing things through you guys individually and collectively. So I'm just excited to be connected. Okay. So y'all can remember me way back when. I'm like, don't forget me now. Okay. Listen, no, you're going to be right there. Down. Listen, we all going there. That's why we, we're so intentional about who we bring on because we really do believe that God, like you said, He's shifting some things and he's leveling some things out. And we talked about it on your podcast, which we hope we can um, have permission to share on ours. Oh, absolutely. You know I'm giving it to you, yes. And um, like we talked about like how God is literally going to level some things out and how he's promoting his children. So I'm looking forward to seeing us all at the top. Ones that really have the heart for Jesus. Like it's about to be a whole nother level in every single area. Like all the things that he allowed to be shut down, the education system, the entertainment industry, the church, every, every single, every single mountain of influence, every single mountain of influence, my God of heaven. I don't have time for this today. Um, (laughs) But no, like we thank you so much and we honor you. you. Your words carry weight. And so we do not take it for granted that you said yes to join us today and my god yes and thank you for having me where can we send people to find you yes because they gonna be looking (laughs) so let's just save them the dms by letting them know so you can follow me on all social media channels at Kristen R. Harris, K-R-I-S-T-E-N-R Harris. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Find me wherever. My website is KristenRHarris.com. If you're looking to write a book, you can come join the Scribe Tribe and the Birth and Plan. All yes. of that is on my website. Awesome. Ooh, you my guys God. better. You better make sure Do you yourself go a and favor. follow her. Get her up. We know that we have tons of writers out there Ooh. who are struggling. So they're going to writer's block, whatever that may look like. Make sure you go and connect with Miss yes. Kristen. Please. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys don't forget to follow us at Two Dogs Be Broke um, on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, Twitter, we ain't using it, but it's there. But we there. We, it's don't, there. We, don't, we don't get it together. 
And then you can also join us at our home at togotobebroke.net. We have a lot of great stuff there. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at kim.s.scott. And you can follow CJ at she is C Johnson and say Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys. This has been another amazing episode of Quarantine and from Two Dubs to Be Broke. We love you guys so much. And until next time, stay, stay dope. dope. Bye. <laughs>